to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. I'll try not to, but can't make any promises. You will not try to. Don't lie to me. Aww. Don't you lie to me, oh, sauce. Ha, 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 ha. Joy DiCarlo, Eddie Kuhn, Mario, Lori, Steve, Dave, Loy Sauce. <laughs> hey, that's the guy that's right there. <laughs> I know that guy. Look at him. What up, y'all? We're live over in the Hopesters Dumpster, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you, everybody over in the dumpster for joining us. Thank you so, so much. Tell it to go fist itself. Well, you heard the man. Wait, where? Fist yourself! There it is. It's all my fault. Just just bl blame it on me. It's all my fault. I'm telling you right now, it's my fault. I did all of it. What the fuck is blame that me. voice you're Blame doing? me. Huh? What? What? What is that voice? Is anybody? What the fuck is that? There, uh, there's a thunderstorm that's occurring outside, and it's making me all wacky, and I don't know. But I'm sober so far, so you can ask me after I've had a few drinks where that voice is coming from. I'm not sober enough, so I'm gonna pour myself some of this here beer, Cahal, and you can you can talk to the people. Meow meow. Well, yeah. so why don't yeah, you meow. tell our audience? No, no, no meowing, please. Oh, Thank you. Sorry. Um, tell them how it feels uh, to have such beautiful facial hair. You know, exquisite facial hair. <laughs> it started out really itchy, and then it got to a point where I started to get used to it. And now it's long enough to where it's starting to get itchy again, and I'm starting to notice it again. So I'm about ready to shave it all off, guys. <laughs> Dude, dude, dude. I don't know if you're aware of this, but it sounded like you were just describing your pubes, bruh. What are we talking about? Sorry. We're, we're talking to talk to give our audience something to listen to. No, I know, but like and what? <laughs> I found, um, well, you mentioned how when it started to grow in, it was really itchy. Yeah. And then it got to a comfortable length and then it was itchy again. I said, it reminded me of the first time that I got pubes, bro. Is that not what you we know? were talking about? No, dude, you're, you're, I said facial hair, not oh, pubic hair. Oh, dude, oh. I didn't say your, I didn't say your penis and ball hair. Gross. <laughs> I mean, your penis does have hair on it, doesn't it? How he said he sucked the blood from the penis and scrotum and put the balls in his mouth. <laughs> Got it in there without laughing all the way. <laughs> See, I almost said the whole thing. What is wrong? With almost him did today? it. Justin, how are you? I'm sober. I'm I'm fucking amazing. Did I you just yesterday. say I'm sober? No, not stober. I said amazing. <laughs> I actually forgot what I said. I'm sorry. No, I did. I did have two beers uh, earlier this afternoon. But okay, that there was it is. A long, long time ago, dude. Literally, it's 10:25 at night. <laughs> My tolerance level, really? I drank a coffee before this to get myself energized to talk about a movie that I haven't seen in probably I'd say at least 12, 12 years or so. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long time, and I will not—I will not state on the show how I watched 
the movie because I don't want to see Nick's eyes roll so far in the back of his head that he won't be able to see ever again. So I'll keep quiet. I did. I don't. I don't own the movie and I did look into purchasing it, but the closest store that had it available for purchase was literally like an hour away. So I said, fuck it. I'll just rent it. So that's what I did. I did rent it with Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos. I did. I did want to buy it. Like I legit, I'm like, well, I need to buy this. That and Braveheart are two movies that have been sorely missing from my collection that are not currently there. And uh, for some reason, just anytime they come up on sale, I don't have the opportunity to get them. But after watching this transfer, though, I'm definitely buying this shit soonest opportunity that I get. Beautiful, beautiful transfer. But yeah, so today was slow. Yesterday, as a gift to myself and to Nick, I drove four hours to Mountain Lake Lodge in Pembroke, Virginia to tour the grounds at the Dirty Dancing Filming locations. So that was awesome. But I I am recovering from that today and just enjoying my day of doing nothing. We have to find ways to get normalcy back into our lives and part of that was a nice spring drive and a nice trip so you know you gotta do what you gotta do man it was amazing it was beautiful so I knew Nick would appreciate the photos Nick has been asking Nick has been asking to do this he's been excited to do this for I can't tell you how long so I'm excited to talk he's gonna spank you with the belt now some gladiator and unleash hell all over this audience. It's the same dude. What's that now? Uh, the guy that plays Tigress, the like champion gladiator that they bring out of retirement, is also LaFours from Mallrats. Oh. Never knew that. But as soon as I looked at a picture of him, I was like, that's LaFours. <laughs> well, you only see his face like when he's. Yeah, you don't ever really see his whole face except for, yeah, when he's covered in blood on the ground, yeah. So it's kind of weird. But to answer your question, though, um, I debated on the two, but I figured since we were, you know, going to talk about the movie and I haven't also seen it in like 12 years, I just decided to watch the theatrical. I assumed that usually when it's an extended cut of a movie and it's not a very popular cut of the movie, I haven't heard many people like, you know, celebrate. This is the version that you have to watch kind of thing that I just you know, would watch the regular theatrical. Yeah. So and that, and I assume based on your not. comments, it's not the better cut. Yeah. It's it's not that it's a bad cut. Like it's, it's not that it, it, it makes the movie any worse, but it just, it, it adds more into the whole plot from like the senators and Lucilla's character to take down Commodus like in Rome. So then it almost makes like Maximus coming like that. Like there's a scene where it almost kind of mirrors the scene that she has with him after like he meets Commodus in the arena. Like it almost mirrors that, but it's before the gladiators arrive in Rome. And like, she's talking to the sen- like some of the senators and like, they're talking about like trying to find a way to get rid of Commodus, but they can't get rid of him because the people love him too much. He's too popular. And like, they can't just find, like they have to find a way to get rid of him. So like, and then Maximus and the gladiators coming to Rome is like, but like, you don't need that in the film. Like it just kind of adds needless backstory. It just kind of adds needless, whatever. Like, it doesn't really add anything to the movie, so it's like, eh, whatever, you know? Well, also, the theatrical cut is very decidedly like Maximus' story, 
and yeah. all the extensions that don't really have anything to do with him nece- with him necessarily. Um, again, they're not like bad scenes or anything like that. They but just don't I can add see anything how- to it. Yeah. Whatsoever. So yeah, yeah, so we'll we'll omit talking about them when we actually talk about the movie. There's no point in mentioning them because they're all meaningless. What the hell was that face? It's very loud the thunder. The thunder is... Oh. Yeah, very... Why, do you hear it? Yeah, it like shook Can the you house. Hear it? Oh, over on your end as well. Uh, yeah, holy Talia, shit. Talia, welcome. Randy, welcome. I always, I always welcome. forget. Tony Dobish, welcome. He had Good the time evening, of his life. ladies and gentlemen. I thought I rented Gladiator, but accidentally got glad he ate her. <laughs> I love Letterkenny so much. I, I wish I could remember some of Gail's lines from that skit, because that fucking that whole skit is fucking hilarious. I assume you're sober this evening, Mr. Sauls? Yes. This evening. I'm saving my beers for Canon Quarantine and Friday the 13th. Well, Canon Quarantine is not happening this week. Because Post-tone. we are focusing in on those of you in the those of you watching in the dumpster special. will get the will get the sneak peek dropped on it. But yeah, no uh, no hashtag canon quarantine this week because uh, well, Justin, you were gonna say it. Go ahead. Well, it's a special treat for all you listeners out there, and I don't want to spoil the fun because I'm pretty sure, as drunk as I've been or half drunk on the show in the past couple of weeks. I haven't actually said what we're going to do yet because I didn't well, know if I it was just going to happen it, so. or not. <laughs> you didn't actually say it out loud. So it's fine. And no one listens. Well, never mind. I was going to say that. Never mind. I... People listen to you. I was not going to say that people don't listen to you. I, I knew mean, what you were going to say. I, I didn't know, mean I know it, your though. opinion of me isn't very high, Justin, but... Well, today it's not, but yesterday it was, so we'll get back there tomorrow. I don't know. Give me a day or two, will you? Come on, man. What else do we have to do other than, like, get mad at people for no reason while we're confined and contained in our little spaces here? See, Nick, Nick's, like, out for his fucking pop filter. I mean, he has no one to get angry at, so he's going to get angry at that thing. It's just a normal situation for everyone right now. Chris Yini commented lemony snicket and then the cry laughing emoji, which yes, lemony snicket's a series of unfortunate events was supposed to be our film club screening tonight, uh, which I canceled because I need to protect my mental health. Okay. And doing this plus film club, plus the thing we're going to record tomorrow, plus film club on Wednesday, like, it's it's just it's just a lot, okay? So I Might needed as well time you to, to get un- me drunk right now. I needed time to unplug, so that is why. Also, I'm pretty sure you made the comment in your post that they removed it from Netflix. Yes, they did that as well. I when I when I scheduled the event, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, because time means nothing to me now. But. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize. Had I realized that they were going to remove it from Netflix, I probably would have not selected that movie. But it's one that I've wanted to show for a really long time because it's one of my favorites. One that I have not seen yet, which you've gotten on my case before about. I'm shocked that I haven't because it stars the one and only Jim Carrey. And it's one of his best performances. 
Would you say it's his best performance that he's done up until this point? Like, as in, like, his last good performance? No. I love you, Phil- I love you, Philip Morris. He was great in that. I mean, he was but- very good in that. That doesn't really get much love, though. So it doesn't. But I mean, it's one of Carrie's last, like, overtly comedic performances where he was just being Jim Carrey. Although it's Jim Carrey playing a bad actor, playing a- at least four different roles throughout the entirety of the movie. So um, that takes skill. <laughs> And he does it brilliantly, in my opinion. I was so, so happy when uh, Sonic the Hedgehog came around and he was just doing the classic Jim Carrey shtick. Um, very entertaining. And I, I I heard that he wants to wear a fat suit in the sequel as Robotnik, and I am here for it. I am 100% here for it. I want to see it. And we're getting a sequel, so... If- as do I. I'm, I'm very excited about the, you know, the idea of what they could do with the sequel or sequels, I should say. Um, bring it on. If it means more Jim Carrey being old school 90s Jim Carrey over oh, the top. Yes, fucking having Daddy. a blast with whatever material he's given, then yes, please. I don't even give a fuck what else the rest of the movie is. It's, you know, he's just there's there's something really lacking in the, the, the comedic world of movies today. And we need this man back. We need him back. Make us laugh. But it sucks about Lemony's thick. So I I watched the show passively uh, with my kid and my my wife. They liked the Netflix show. Uh, the first season I thought was actually pretty good. But, um, you know, I don't yeah, really know show, much about it. The show is very good. It skews close. I mean, the movie itself is a very good adaptation of the books. The show even probably more so. Uh, but because it's a show, they're allowed to flesh things out a little bit more. The movie crams three books into one movie so it's a it's it's it feels a little quick but i don't know i really love it i think the movie has a lot more heart than the than the show does um and like i said jim carrey is fantastic neil patrick harris was good in the role but no match for carrey dude neil patrick harris is no jim carrey no not even not. close doogie hauser bruh you ain't him. Doogie. Such a weird fucking name, Doogie. It's so close to Dookie. You think his parents probably would have just named him shit. <laughs> Here, shit. Doogie. It's time to get up, eat your breakfast, and go to school. Shit. Here, shit. Or, you know, poopy head or something. <laughs> Listen. That coffee was strong. What do you want from me? Okay. At least I'm that not hammered. Coffee was strong. Dookie. No, I drank I drank my Death Wish coffee out of my, you know, Nick's favorite thing, my my piece of shit Keurig over there that sucks so bad that Yeah, I have to use it every day. Keurigs are pieces of shit. I'll never stop saying it. Yeah. <sighs> Scott Lavar, welcome. Jared DeMaze, welcome. Dave says, I want to see Knuckles. Yes. Here they are. Wow. No, 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 no. Wow. Well, we apologize, we, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we can't control him. He just does what he wants. He's the, he's the <laughs> guy of podcasting. We, we literally have no control. Oh. There he is. We hail to him. I Here's all we can do. Hail to he. The one and only. Hail to he who hath been the sauce. 
I have been, yes. I drink to thee. Uh, what is this my mother warned me about, <sighs> you guys, Gerald says. Yeah, she did. Jared says he had some Death Wish coffee this morning and he used his French press. If my Wegmans had the actual grounds, which they didn't yesterday, I would have gotten them to use my French press. But for some reason, they only have the K-Cups. So, But I've definitely gotten very, very uh, associated with the tolerance level that I have with the Death Wish coffee. The first couple of days, oh, I was definitely good for you. on edge. But I'm really digging it now, so I'm like, I'm going to keep keep with it. There ain't nothing strong enough to hold me over, so... And I need it, dude. Seriously, working from home is so difficult sometimes where I need that extra boost to keep me going. It's like literally I'm like I can I'm, I work right there at that table right behind me and the TV's right there. So I'm literally like, oh, I could just sit right next to this on the couch and watch movies instead. So, you know, you just have to do what you can to stay focused. Scott Lavar said, hey, Justin, I'm dying here. What? Uh, oh, no. Uh, we need some context there, Scott Lavar. Uh, Dave Coca said, I watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot today, and it was great. Oh. Uh, okay. I need to reread that sentence again, because there's words in it that are combined that don't make sense together. Listen, I watched it, and I thought it was... I don't think I even mentioned that. Did I mention that on the show? I don't did I ever remember talk about if that? you did or not. You well, I watched have. it. I thought it was okay. And that that's that was my takeaway. I definitely I didn't hate it, hated it like you did. I, I I kind of got where you were going with it, but I was like, wow, it. it had been so long since Smith had made anything remotely close to a memorable movie. Tusk aside, Tusk is Tusk aside, Tusk aside, Tusk isn't Tusk isn't really funny though. I mean, it's funny in a demented way, but it's not I'm like Haha, look at Justin likes a walrus thing. But I mean. You know, it's not funny, ha ha ha, constantly. And no, it's actually quite sad. <laughs> well, I like people being made into walrus men, so I don't think. Yes, that's the sad. concept's I think, absurd. I think yes, but the thank movie you doesn't doing treat it like a joke. Me. But um, my point was was that it was much Scott, like a lot of people water. have said, and I, I've heard you say this before. It was good to see the old gang get back together again. And that's about as far as I went with it. Cool to see it. Uh, production value was not very bad. I expected it to look, to look a lot cheaper than what it was. Um, it's pretty they cheap. Bought, they had a lot of people, though. Ben Affleck was in there. Fucking Matt Damon was in there. I mean, they had a lot of people. And I'm like, you know what? It's OK. It's OK. I don't know. I. I guess my expectations oh, were just very low for it. Dogma is a great movie, Dave. Dogma is amazing. Well, yeah, Dogma is amazing, but Dogma was what? Over 20 years ago, right? So, Yeah, we recorded... Well, I didn't record it with you, I forget. Who did I record that with? Fuck. You guys are more the Kevin Smith fans than I, especially Nick being the expert, and it's, you know, one of your favorite things in the world, so... Yeah, I'm definitely no, like, huge Kevin Smith fan. I've, le- I've learned to appreciate the Clerks movies, and I do love Dogma. Listen, I'll pay I'll pay that fucking man $500 if he'll sit down in my apartment and just tell me every single thing about Superman Lives again. Because that's all I care about, is that he wrote Superman Lives and, you know, the first initial script and everything. Hearing him talk about that is, like, for some reason, the most entertaining thing in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. I could listen to him talk for hours. I, uh... 
I paid good money to see him stand on a stage and just talk <laughs> for like four he's really hours. good at it, dude. He I is, mean, he literally, is. he is. I, that's why it's so cool. That I mean, he Nick, correct me if I'm wrong. Is he not one of the first podcasters ever? Like he's a pioneer of the podcasting world. Who Smith? Yeah, dude. I wouldn't think he's a pioneer, but I think he definitely helped to popularize it. I'm pretty sure he's like, what, one of the first, I'd say he's one of the first 20 people. No, God, no. Yeah, dude, no. I'm telling you. No, yeah. not even close. No, he popularized it for sure. He absolutely helped to popularize it because he was like one of the first like really super famous people that got into it. But it's it's been in like, like it's been in style like so much fucking longer than he's been around. I'll have to look into that. I just recall a, a conversation he had with a few other podcasters, including Joe Rogan, and like them, them, you know, referring to the fact that he had been such a huge part of the beginning of it. Which, even so, like you said, maybe it's just yeah, because he's been, he's been a huge part a of like name. the the upswing in its popularity. Like, yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. But like, no, like it's not like Kevin Smith was like the first one that ever thought of podcasting and made it a thing. Well, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't, he was I like the first. Not- he was pretty much. I'm pretty sure he was like the first famous person that was like, "Hey, this is a really great thing," and jumped on it and kind of started to get a lot of other people on board with it and like helped to popularize it as much as he did. But no, it's been yeah, around for a lot longer than he's been doing it. Likes to talk a lot. So again. And some of his some of his commentaries are, are okay as well on other movies. You're not my fucking mother. Thank you, Denny. All right, we're gonna get started, ladies and gentlemen. Let's so do this. Hang on. What is happening? <laughs> yes! You're just what? an Eskimo back on this call. I'd rather have you I am drunk as fuck, me. though, too, so. You just fucked my mind, man. This is my favorite song, man. How did you <laughs> know? This, jam. this shit came out when I was like a I fucking I love fucking Roxette, man. Know you're something in the wake of your smile. I love her gozer hair. Woo! By the look in your eyes, yeah. Fuck me, I'm drunk. I only played this because Caleb mentioned it over in the Skype. Oh, God damn it. When she's calling for you. Caleb, thank you for turning on your video just to do that. Nothing else we can do. That's awesome, man. Yes. Perfect. Hi, Vanessa. Oh my god. Okay. You know what I did, Nick? I listened to my heart and I opened another beer. I fucking love you. What do you got now? I have. Yo, of course. I have Evil Twins from Tennessee with smoke. Tribute to John's homeland. I hate you. Yeah, I'm just. God, this damn, one's good. It tastes like a barbecue. So. You like smoke beer? Yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah, Why it's, did I do this? it's the this smokiest like beer I've ever had, other than uh, Hamburg so Area Norwegian Wood. On my pillow, see the winter. What is going on right now? It's a sad Just don't ask questions. Hey, I'm going with it. I'm just, I just want to know where this is going. 
touch me I've been now. hurt before. I close my eyes and away. <laughs> I, did, I don't want to stop it until <laughs> Justin stops singing. I'm never happier than when I do these fucking megasodes, I swear to God. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh my God. Uh, I fucking love these days, alright. This is what we should have just done for two hours, just the, the right. movie pod squad sing-along. Yeah! <laughs> I'd oh, listen. Alright. I just fu- uh, I just finished watching uh Slumber Party Massacre. Which is a real movie. Justin Justin didn't uh you know rent a house with some eighties video camera and just shot like a bunch of women running around topless. Let's be honest, Justin probably also did that though. I mean I mean he did. Dude, <laughs> it's actually like it's on Prime and it's actually a really good fucking master. Like it, it 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 like there are certain shots that look like oh my god that was shot today like someone went out with a camera fucking today and shot that like it actually looked really really good. I have to watch so much fucking shit between now and tomorrow. Such as, um, I'm doing our next round of our next round of um uh, EFG Nick and I with Paul. So I'm doing I'm recording those tomorrow. Mm. So we are spinning up uh, for his side. For his side, I'm watching Miller's Crossing, which is the first Coen Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching Evil Dead 2. Ooh, there you go. Uh, and I'm making him watch Dream Girls and Sideways. Actually, I need to rewatch. Probably not Dream Girls. I just watched that recently, but I need to rewatch Sideways because I haven't watched it in a hot minute. Just to refresh myself on it. But I need to watch both of those. Um, I have Kingdom of Heaven Director's Cut and Battlefield Earth queued up next month for uh, anniversaries. Battlefield uh, Earth coming to Netflix. Wait. Yeah, it is next month. Yeah, with Brad of the Cinema, guys. That's next next month. Uh, And then I've got to watch Masters of the Universe and Gladiator for Monday's recording of the show. Gladiator? Yeah, Gladiator turns 20 in uh, May. Oh. Yeah, so that'll be, by the time that episode drops, that Monday so drops, that'll be, like, a couple days before its 20th anniversary. Mm. But we're recording both that and Masters of the Universe on Monday or whenever we record, so I've got, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies to fucking watch between now and then, and <laughs> and now I really, really, really want to watch Dolomite Is My Name for some reason. For so, some reason, so you can understand how the fuck this happened. Kinda. Kind of, that's 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 shockingly accurate, Dan. Sho- I mean, we get, we, we can sort of we can sort of talk about it because like that movie made me want to watch this. Like, I I had already watched this by the time Dolomite came out because I was like, I want to absorb as much of fucking Rudy Ray Moore as humanly possible. And we'll talk about this, but like, so I rewatched Dolomite after watching Dolomite is my name, I'm like. Yeah, no, I understand why everything's like this. Like, they thought this was a good idea, and then <laughs> it's not exactly how they wrote it out. Dance, <laughs> motherfucker! Oh, my God. Yeah, so I've got, a, I've, I've got so much fucking shit I've got to squeeze in. 
between now technically I don't have to do Gladiator Master of the Universe until I can do those Monday. I don't need to watch those uh today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Battlefield Earth and Kingdom of Heaven can go later. I finally recorded that Honey Later review for fucking Julio. There you go. Uh that I recorded earlier today, which he, I, I gotta do Stranger Things for him. Ah, yes. I gotta the pick positive my next, side um, of Stranger Things. I'm gonna pick my next uh, next watch list as well. Well, can't be Dolomite any, anymore. That sucks. Yeah, no. That's why it's kind of nice because it kind of was two birds, one stone with with Dolomite, just because it was I, I also want, the anniversary. I do want you to watch PD Wheatstraw though, because that's like that's Rudy Ray Moore's third movie, and it is like. <sighs> As much as it can be, it is coherent and, like, decently acted. Like, there's still one wait-what-the-fuck moment in it, and I don't want to spoil it for you because it's amazing. Where is my watch list? There it is. Uh, let's see. Hey, come on. Let me in there. There we go. Petey Wheat Straw. <laughs> it's on Tubi, so. Requested by Dan Brennick done uh let's see so yeah so that's good that's good that's good that's good that is very very good i think i'm just gonna take the movies that are in here chuck them into a random sorter thing and just kind of call it a day there you go I can't get most. Uh, I should tell Julio to pick another movie now that I finally fucking recorded. It's only like I think ten minutes ish. I didn't really fucking. There's not a lot to say about it really. I mean, it's it's a really good documentary. Like I don't even like mm-hmm. documentaries, and I really liked it. But it's that kind of it's that fly on the wall style of documentary where there's no narrator cutting in and kind of trying to skew you in one way or the other. It's literally just cameras following these people around, and like what happens on screen is what tells the story. It's not any you know, like sit down and have interviews with the subjects and all this kind of bullshit. Like I hate, I hate normal documentaries like that for the most part. Yeah. So, or at least I don't hate them, but they just don't connect with me. Like I just can't really get on that level with them, but this one's fly on the wall. So it's just like, literally they did it with a skeleton crew over like three years. And it's literally just what happens to these people. And it's, like, it's shot really, really well, and it's just, like, you know, it's really, really good. Also, it was do- it was nominated not only for Best uh, best Documentary Feature at the Oscars, but also Best International Feature, which has never happened before. Hmm. But it lost because, you know, Hollywood wanted to make Parasite a thing, and then uh, American Factory, I've never watched either. That was I didn't watch won. American American Factory either. Uh, that was what won the documentary feature Oscar. Oh, did uh, it? And whatever. Yeah, I didn't. Isn't that? Well, it was it was about America, China, and like I don't. I, don't, I, yeah, I, I hear I, enough I about thought, this. I don't I, that's what I was going to ask. Shit. I was like, isn't that that documentary where it's like a, a factory, but it's got American workers, Chinese workers, and they're kind of about the kind of unison of the two cultures or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's like I'm sure that's a great documentary to somebody, but I don't give a fuck. It's no Russian steroid scandal documentary. Oh, hi, Bullet Bourbon. Oh, hi, Doggy. This is Bullet's Barrel Strength, which, uh, if you're a bourbon fan, highly recommended. I like 
like normal normal bullet is is decently drinkable. Like that's what I'm going to switch to after this because mm-hmm. I've had my I've had my requisite. I give myself three glasses, so I've had my requisite three glasses of good bourbon. So now there I'm going to transition over to. I bought a giant handle of bullet, so that can be my well bourbon as it is. Um, but yeah, this, if you're a fan of bourbon, this is really, really fucking good. Really, really good. Uh, and that Jefferson's, that uh, that Jefferson's, because I saw you responded to the Twitter thing. Yeah. That Jefferson's, uh, that aged at sea, that is really fucking smooth. Like, mm. Oh, uh, so I, I lied. The, the bullet is, or not the bullet, the eagle oh, ear is shit, not the size I of my lied. forearm. Uh, it is actually the size of my upper arm. That's how fucking big that bottle is. I miss one time, and actually, the liquor store I went today, and I didn't see it there, but I didn't, I wasn't looking for it because I still have a bottle of Eagle Rare, uh, but well, about a third of a bottle of Eagle Rare. But uh, the, yeah, it's uh, like, dude, I I've seen it once, I've seen it one time, and I grabbed yeah. it when I could because it's super cheap. Yeah, seventy one dollars for yeah. for that. that much fucking bourbon, like that is. A I think it's godsend. like a dollar per ounce at least. Yeah, that is a godsend, and it's just. I've never seen that bottle anywhere. It took me forever to finally find e- like any Eagle Rare again because they stopped carrying it at the one liquor store I always went to. And then I started going to the one over in Endwell just because, mm. especially with all this COVID bullshit, I didn't feel like I don't ever really go over to Wegmans anymore unless I really need to because I, I always used to go there after work. Like I would stop and buy groceries after work, but I never need to do that anymore because I work here. So yeah, fuck that. I just run over to Endwell, and the Endwell liquor store actually carries the smaller bottles of it, so I was at least thankful to be able to find the smaller bottles of it, but, dude, it, ugh, I fucking, I want to find that big bottle again, because I would snap it up in a heartbeat if I fucking saw it. I don't, yeah, I'm not surprised when you were talking about, um, like, the liquor store person, they were like, who told you, or whatever. Yeah, I was like, I, I was very taken aback, I'm like, wait, what? You're like, t- t- what? No, I, 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 I know like seven people down here and none of them drink bourbon. So I'm really, really hoping you want to know what the shitty thing is this year. Um, aside from the fact that I keep getting fucking spammed by my phone to install Samsung's web browser. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Samsung phone. I don't want to install your stupid fucking internet browser, but it keeps popping up and it's really pissing me off. Well, then kill them. Yeah. Like, it's to it's the point the, where, uh... like, when I upgrade my phone finally, which I'm really going to have to do soon because this thing dies when it hits about 70%. Wait, what? It's five years old, dude. That phone will be five years oh, old in July. Oh, sure. So the battery's just... It can't hold a fucking charge anymore, but like literally it's to the point where I'm like, I'm going to buy a different kind of phone just to fucking spite you because it's like really pissing me off that it's I just got the new iPhone SE and I know you you don't want to buy iPhones and I understand that, but uh, it was 400 doll hairs uh, and it Kenora, fits how my much old phone case. Oh, okay. What are you making out there? Oh, okay. I gotta cut those. Bur- I gotta go cut those tomatoes up for you. I'll come up tomorrow because I'm gonna make. Okay. Well, I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm gonna make pizza tomorrow. So pizza. I've gotta cut up. Actually, there's chicken breast in the freezer. I don't remember where it is in there. Can you find it in there and put it in the fridge for me? 
There's two things with drumsticks. Don't take the drumsticks out, but take out the chicken breast and put it in the fridge. Yes, that's chicken breast. Yeah, put that in the fridge for me because I actually need that tomorrow because I forgot that I only took out my one thing of chicken breast and then I used that chicken breast to make that general sauce. That, uh, that, the sauce, mm, that sauce is going to need help. That sauce needs help. Although I put a metric ton of garlic in it. Thank you. Yeah, I put a metric ton of garlic in that sauce, but mm. it, um, even though I replaced the mustard for ketchup, like even if that had ketchup in it, it still would not be quite where it needs to be. It still needs work. So I'm going to keep workshopping that same recipe and kind of keep tweaking until I get to where I like it. But it, um, it, uh, that fucking chicken, just, just the bomb, man. That fucking chicken turned out so good. Even though I use chicken breast, not chicken thighs, but still like it. Right. Oh, man. I'm picking some onions right now. That's the other thing I got to fucking fit in this weekend, too, because I'm so jonesing to fucking start recording uh, the food podcast again. Like, I'm going to record. I'm just going to start recording about recipes that I'm doing, and then they're going to just get plugged into episodes wherever and whenever I need them. Right. So I'm going to, like, literally record a segment about the lasagna I did. I might record a segment about that general sauce, but I want to give the sauce another crack before I actually record on that, though, so that'll probably be a bit. But... Yeah, I'm going to record a whole segment on that lasagna that I did and, and things like that. And then, you know, I'm, I'm the show's probably going to end up premiering like in June, like right after live stream for The Cure is over at this point. That makes sense. Did you see that Gerald's pretty much out? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, Gerald's pretty much out for because I guess, I guess they're going to end up quarantining him, he said. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if no he texted one, me. No one he, said anything to me about that, yeah. mainly because I haven't talked about like how I'm going, like I'm flying to a different location. Still, yeah, I mean, like I'm we'll, still, ta I'm still taking those days off. Like, we'll play yeah. it by ear, but I mean, if if worse comes to worse, if you can't end up coming or whatever, we'll 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 figure it out. We'll sort it out. I'll um, still be sort yourself out. That's what I say. <laughs> sort yourself out. God, I miss Leonard. I mean, Kenny. worse comes to worse, it'll just be like year two. Where I was just off-site yeah, doing exactly, exactly the same thing. Exactly. So I'm just like, Ugh. of course, Gerald finished that press release for me today. So I'm going to get that Ooh, there you go. distributed to people so people can start kind of doing things with that. And then actually, I got to read it over before I even approve it. I don't I didn't even read it. I just saw that he sent it. Um, next update email is going to go out May 1st. Figure out for me, if you can, before then, when you would like to start doing testing. I mean, we don't really need to start doing it until a couple weeks before the event. I mean, realistically, I don't want you to set aside absurd amounts of time for this. No. Um, because you shouldn't have to, because people should. You know. R right. So, um, figure out weekend. when. Like, I could take some time, like, one day a week when I'm working from home, assuming I'm still working from home, but I, I think I am, because I think the stay-at-home order got extended till like, mid-May, at least. Yeah, you'll still be working from home, just like I'll still be working from home. It's like yeah. my work, when they did, like, a fucking thing, I don't know, like, they had a town hall meeting with, like, the leadership of the company and all that shit, and they were like, I guess they told our supervisors and managers and whatnot, they were like, oh, at the earliest, the end of May, beginning of June is when they would want to have everybody back in the office. But it's like, that's not going to happen. 
No. Like, it's going to do that whole stages thing where it's going to get rolled back in stages. And, like, like I know Pennsylvania's doing the thing where, like, they're, like, one stage is, like, you still have to telecommute if it's possible. Like, unless yeah. you have, like, and, yeah, like, my job is not fucking... I mean, if I need to go in for an emergency, like, if I get a call out or, like, whatever, fine. But, like, other than that, I just fucking stare at spreadsheets all day. I don't fucking need to go into the office for shit. <sighs> I'm really hoping that it uh, translates into something more permanent that they end up doing. Yeah, we'll see. I'd love it. I'd really I fucking know, I, love I, it. I think that we talk about overhead, but I think, like, I there's still going to be companies that are like yeah we we paid for all this office space though so we're gonna fucking use it yeah well yeah exactly because then otherwise like the you know if you ever have an event or an, in a situation where you have to assemble everybody in one location you have to have the space so you can't downsize into a space that's too small you know right so yeah like we were moving offices i just want as, like before this i just want the ability if I'm just under the weather a little bit and I don't want to make it into the office that day or can't make it into the office that day to be able to work remotely like a day or two a week. That's what I would love the most. Like, I don't mind going into work. Like, it's fine. Mm. But give us the fucking option of staying home like here and there. Yeah. Because I don't need to be at that fucking office for fuck all. Ever. Well, that was going to be a thing I was going to ask about was like, I, I, you know, I'd like to work from home one day a week or maybe do like four tens or something. And now, like with that, maybe that's a thing that we could do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm inter- I'm, uh, it's going to be an interesting time because I think these rollouts are going to wind up being like rollbacks. And we're going to go back to fucking everyone just stay indoors. As soon as the number of cases in some in any area where a rollback happens and then cases start to increase it's immediately going to get re, like kicked back immediately oh, yeah. and, and then we're talking like another month from yep, that exactly point. say hi 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 bubby hi bubby hi bubby nick 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 hi 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 i'm i'm not wearing a live stream shirt i thought i might have been I you still love you. I love you too. I know. Why do you have a bra on? Because I went out before. Fix it. Get the... Bye, Nick. I love you. Bye. I love you. Goodbye. Hi, monkey. I'm young with me. Dan, I, Dan, I love you so much. You're wearing a bra. Fix it. Thank, thank you for being you. I just grab her boobs every now and then. I mean, that's just par for the course. Podbean has already reached. I've already reached out to Shannon. Uh, and she's going to feature the show again. She's going to give us a year of free Podbean again. And she also mentioned using Podbean Live. But the problem with Podbean Live is it's not video. So Oh, I thought it was. No, it's not. And, and see, that's what I thought it was, too. But I never looked into it when they first announced it. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't care. Uh, and But yeah, I looked at it and I actually think we might play around with it a little bit if only for exposure for the show's sake which is something i wanted to mention to you as well because like it's audio only and you don't yeah. necessarily have to even if you have people listening like you don't necessarily have to have, have to like let them on the air or whatever like but i guess with the podbean app i guess when you do podbean live they feature anybody who's doing it right because no one does it probably 
but could be exposure for exposure's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be a bad idea. You know, I don't know if you, I don't know if like you use their VoIP. I don't think you do uh, when you, when you do it, but you know, it could be, could be something to check out. I think I might pilot it for maybe like an episode or something like that coming up and I might play around and I, what I would really love and what I really think would be really cool is if I could find out a way to simulcast it to kind of just get the entire audio feed broadcast over to Podbean live. Right. <laughs> for the event. And then just monitor the chat over there for whatever the whatever the case may be or whatever. But then obviously Twitch would still be the main platform. I don't know how feasible that is. I'm going to have to kind of try to tinker into I only looked at it briefly today when I read her email. But I reached out to NordVPN. I just did all this this morning, so I haven't heard back from most people, but I reached out to Nord again, and I also reached out to Studio because I figured if they sponsored for the headphones that, you know, maybe they'd be willing to throw a free pair in for us to give away as a prize or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But, uh, yeah, so I reached out to them. I don't need them. I got my Studios on right now. I'm a satisfied Studio customer. I love these fucking things so much. I really do. I really, really do love them. But whenever you whenever you're doing an ad read, no matter if you actually really do love the thing or not, it always sounds a little bit disingenuous, you know? Oh yeah, 100%. It's like they sent me these for free, but no, seriously, I really do love them. I really do love them cuz they gave them to me for free. <laughs> you can't you, you kind of can't escape it, you know? Hey, I got these headphones for free. Eh, they're fine. I like them. So, That's I'm- how you know I'm being uh, very very genuous. Uh, yeah. is, is, is one. Eh, yeah. Yeah, good. I need to think of, I'm going to just do some, I'm just going to do some gift baskets. Um, some like those raffle baskets I mentioned in the emails, I'm just going to probably put like two or three of them together. I haven't decided a hundred percent how many yet, but yeah, I'm just going to put a few of those together. I'm not I, like, if I can find anybody else, if, like I, I exhausted myself last year, like reaching out to so many fucking vendors trying to get them to give us any fucking thing and they never fucking did shit so Mm. i'm of the mind that i don't i'm not i'm not gonna really waste a lot of my time this year no that's fair i'm really not so i think your episode was the last one i stopped on i've got to finish the rest of your episode so i can listen to how you felt about the big show show which i didn't even know was a thing i was like wait that's a real thing yeah, that's a real a thing that really happened. Yeah, I saw a clip of it on Twitter. I was like, N- n- fucking no. Oh, yeah. No. Kay- well, let's so let's start here. Caleb was like, so why aren't we doing the Big Show show? And I'm like, oh, because I didn't want to fucking water you down with wrestling. He's like, eh, fuck it, I'll watch anything. I'm like, all right, we're doing the Big Show show and the main event. <laughs> so I hope you're ready. And then he was like, oh, I didn't realize it wasn't a reality show. What the fuck have I gotten myself into? A Nickelodeon ch- family sitcom. That's what you got yourself into. I mean, I get it. I get why the big show would take that job, because he's he's got to be getting... He's older now. Oh, like, yeah, he's done. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, like, I get it from his point of view, but Jesus. Well, apparently he, he wanted to do something like that for years, and they never gave it to him. So, like... Netflix is being like, ah, fuck it, yeah, we'll take it, WWE Films. Like, I talk about it in the episode, but, like, they talk about, like, Hulu and Amazon and HBO, and it's like, let's be clear here, 
If you were shopping around to HBO, they were never fucking taking that show. You're fucking psychopaths if you think fucking HBO was ever going to take that show on. I mean, I guess you got to sit point. down with everybody, right? Yeah. Whatever you're trying try- to pitch, something, you know? They clearly tried with everybody and Netflix stuck. Uh, and I I don't know. It, it, it did well enough. I think it'll get a second season. I mean, I love the big show, so good luck to him. But uh, uh, he overacts like like he is. He's he's not very good. Oh yeah, I saw the clips. I saw the clips of it online. I was like, yeah. big <laughs> big fucking yikes. I mean, my my favorite episodes when they go on the wrestling cruise and Mark Henry, Mick Foley, and Rikishi show up. <laughs> I'm like, I know these guys. <laughs> I feel like I should watch that episode out of context. That well, I you don't really. It, it, the thing is, it's like outside the first episode, which is like, hey, we need to set up how his stepdaughter gets there or like his half daughter, or like a, not, it's not stepdaughter, but like his daughter to a different mother is there. Like they, they have to set that up. And then the show is just like, <laughs> all right, it exists. Like it, it's just a constant state of this family exists. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really enjoying doing the, doing the wrestling talk and the pre-rolls and stuff now. It gives us a little bit of just extra something to banter about yeah and and whatnot and i'm really enjoying the the canon series too i i really really um i'm enjoying the fuck out of it just because well, like ca- it's it's so it, it the the shitty thing is is like a lot of it like once we get through a few more of the more well-known titles it's gonna start to get really fucking hard to find any of these anywhere like right even even torrenting which is where i'm trying to get all this stuff from initially like i'm not putting that out there you know, but like I'm looking for this shit on torrents as well, and it's I can't fucking find some of this shit. Like it just it just isn't out there. Like unless you find like a like go on eBay and buy like a fucking used DVD of it, probably you're not finding the shit. It just it just right. does doesn't exist. Like nobody fucking watches this shit, man. Ugh. Like I can't imagine. Like I know. Like I, I, I found in my travels. Like when I was posting on Twitter one day, there's like a a, a podcast that like was doing all the canon movies. Like the literally the entire canon catalog. And as I'm doing the canon quarantine thing, I'm like, how did you even find some of these? Like, literally, they're definitely going to find VHS tapes. Like Red Letter Media, for instance. Like they have a PO box set up, and basically people just send them fucking VHS tapes. So and that's, that's what you would have to do is you would have to find some fucking home video version re- like release of it, some physical media of it, because it just doesn't exist on streaming. It just does, like no. why, like why would anybody ever even waste the time to convert it to digital? Ever? Well, you say that, but Amazon Prime is like the number one streaming service for garbage B movies. You'd think so, but like then then half of this canon quarantine shit, like I can't find it on there. Like it shows up on Prime Video if you look for it, but then it's like due to whatever with the seller, we're unable to offer this title at this time. It's like, but then why do you have it on the? Yeah, why is it even thing? on there? <laughs> It's like you just want to have that fucking SEO so that way when people search for it on Google, it comes up on page one and you're like, oh, Prime's got it. Click. No, they don't. (laughs) Fuck you. But I'm already on Amazon and I guess I needed something. Yeah, exactly. (sighs) Shall we knock out Dolomite, Daniel? I want to talk about Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah, Slumber Party Massacre. Real quick, because like we're recording this on B-Movie Saturday, Nick. It's a B-Movie Saturday in my home. Uh, so it's 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 uh, it's on Amazon Prime uh, as is most of the shit I watch, uh, but it's basically like 
uh, a deranged killer gets out of like escapes from prison and then like goes around murdering people in like high school kids in this town. Uh, it's bad. Like it's it's really, really bad. Like it's it's shot well. But there's so many like, wait, what moments like the first 10 minutes is basically nothing but like tit shots of like high school girls. So it's weird, but they're like the the main character is 18. That's like they drop it like I put them 18. Like like you see her boot like the first thing you see in the movie is her boobs. Pretty much like she she wakes up. She changes out of a nightgown tits. And then, like, she's like, but mom, I'm 18. Like, why can't I stay home alone? I don't need checked up on by our neighbor who's, like, 40, but doesn't look much older than me because I'm probably, in reality, 32. Oh, God. Oh. The, the killer does have, like, a giant drill, though. Like, that's how he kills people. Uh, and, and spoiler alert for the end of the movie, uh, one, of the, one of the girls pulls a machete out of someone's basement uh, and swings it at the drill and, br- and cuts the drill in half. With her machete. Yes. Yes. I was like, wait, what? I was so confused. And then, like, the guy dies by falling on the machete. And then, like, uh, the three girls who who are surviving, uh, like, look around as this guy dies in front of them. And they're, like, kind of freaked out. And the movie just ends. It just cuts to credits immediately afterwards. Like, wait, what the fuck? Who made these choices? That's, I'm... I'm as mystified as I am curious. Ah, my God. Ah, let's see. All right. So I've got my info up in front of me. Okay. I don't know. So I don't know how. I don't think you watched any of the NFL draft, but uh, Jerry and I were talking about it. Ever. We were were talking about it on. I needed sports, so I needed to watch it. But like we were talking about it and like the, the NFL draft and ESPN and NFL Network did this weird thing. Where, like, if a draft pick had, like, a personal tragedy, like, a parent died or something, they would spend about 45 seconds on this personal tragedy of, like, their parent died or, like, there was a a prospect who had, like, their mom was hooked on drugs for 16 years and that was, like, a fun fact about that. I'm like, wait, what? Like, are... Are, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I understand, like, you want to get through, like, you want to say, like, hey, this is what they've come, they've gone through and now they're being, like, this is the best day of their lives. But what? <sighs> like, what did I say? What did I ask Jared? I went, oh, because he, he was watching uh, rounds four through seven today. I'm like, I watched rounds one through three. How's the dead parents to draft E ratio today? <laughs> That's how you got to sell it, man. That's how you get those fucking people to tune in. That's asses and seats, man. That's like, that's why every single American or not American Idol. Well, probably American Idol too, but like every single America's Got Talent contestant is like they're disabled in some way or they've been oh, bullied disabled. and picked on or their parents have died or they had childhood cancer or something like that. It's like, like, let, let me for one fucking minute, let one time, can you show the motherfucker that comes out that had like childhood cancer or something and comes out and sucks? Yeah. One time, but that never fucking happens ever. <laughs> that never fucking happens. It's like... I had throat cancer at the age of four. And then they fucking sing like an angel. 
Yeah, like literally every fucking time it's like, oh, I was bullied, oh, I was this, and then their song is about like empowering themselves and they play instruments really good. Or like, you know, oh, I had childhood cancer and my mother died in a car accident on the way to the cancer clinic or whatever. And, you know, like, and, and they, they legitimately sing like the best fucking singer you've ever. One time I want on one of those fucking shows for somebody to come out and they have that sap, that sob story montage for like three minutes where they tell their life story and it's the saddest fucking thing ever. I want them to come out there and legitimately suck harder than anybody's ever sucked before. <laughs> one time I want that to fucking happen, but it never You're happens. You're just asking too much. You're asking too much. Yeah, no, because because that's that's not interesting. Because then all you all you deal with from a PR standpoint, if you're one of those shows, is oh my god, you caught the person that had cancer. <laughs> like, listen, lots of people have had cancer. Not all of them are like Aretha Franklin or some shit. All right, like putting that out there. This week in epic film history. I think it just goes to show you that you can get to the heart of something and you got to look past I voted for X or I voted for Y. Like, it doesn't matter who the fuck you voted for. It doesn't. Everybody's still people and everybody still deserves respect. Everybody still deserves, like, to, to, to be given a shit about. Like, you, you can't just pigeonhole people into a box and like, oh, you're just a fucking gun-loving scumbag right-winger. Oh, you're yeah, just a fucking yeah. piece of shit libtard lefty. Like, you know people that fucking pigeonhole people into boxes like that and if you're one of those people and you listen to this show uh fist yourself i'm not on the soundboard right now so i couldn't push the button fast enough but you don't be that no, kind of person true, man. be open be yeah. loving be be caring about everybody even if they are different from you i about jumped out of my chair and like the whole theater applauded like was cheering when at the very end of the film Godzilla grabs the female Muto and just rips its mouth open and just atomic breath straight down the throat, rips the fucking head off and throws it into oh, the ocean. Hell yes. Fuck you. Like, it needed I to go care. a little bit longer because I almost came. It was, like, <laughs> it was like almost there, but then it stopped. And I was like, well. I was ready for round two, man. I was done. <laughs> Watching Godzilla rip that Muto's head off. Or like when the one flies into him and he just, he gives it like a little sneer that he just whips his tail around and smashes yep. it into a building. Oh, oh keep going. God. I'm almost there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll spit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Now tell me I'm a bad boy. We're referencing uh, Emily from the Classy Little Podcast. She's a little bit too classy to come on the Epic Film Guys podcast. So just make sure you listen to her show. They drink very fancy drinks and talk about fancy things. She's too classy to come on They don't talk about fancy show. things. Their last episode, they opened talking about Jerry Springer and a taping of the episode they fucking went to. <laughs> Hey, in my day, Jerry Springer was classy. I'm going to ask the other Predator, the hateful Predator fans, to come just, just come over here for a minute. Nick wants to have some real talk with you, okay? Just just come here, come here for a minute, okay? Predator sucks. Can we start doing really shitty script rewrites like Chris Stuckman? <laughs> oh, dude, me, me and Brian had a huge talk about that. Oh, my God. I remember dude, we never even he, talked about that, but he, my he, God, he, was that fucking he, hilarious. He, he bashed a movie so bad that he wrote a script rewrite that was even worse than the fucking movie he was bashing. Oh, my Tell God. Tell that to Zod snapped neck. <laughs> fucking Christ. Holy shit. His dialogue was atrocious. 
Oh my god. Oh, it was bad. It was so bad. It was hilarious. That, that, honestly, for a guy that has a lot of fans, and I respect him because he is a Rotten Tomatoes certified critic, he put a lot of work in to get there. I don't, I, I don't have anything against him. For someone that I actually respect for putting in the work to get there, dude, he made himself look like an ass with that. He shouldn't even have done that. That's out oh, of his yeah, realm, he man. He's not a writer, dude. Tell that to Zod snapped neck. That was like, yeah, it, I, I just thought that was hilarious. And I, th- I thought it was funny that you and I never talked about that, but oh my God, that was fucking bad. But that's, that's like the weird thing for me is because like I was definitely a writer first before I ever did any film criticism or anything. I've always been a writer first and like even I don't take it upon myself to try to do that kind of stuff. I it, like I write my own stuff and that's my stuff, but I would never like try to write like a fucking like two page treatment to make Civil War better in my eyes or whatever. Like, holy fuck. Well, you wouldn't because you already liked it a lot. <laughs> a lot of these people that love movies, you know, they watch movies. They are critics. They're movie critics. They think all of a sudden they're experts about everything film related and that they could write a better movie. And yeah, that's like kind of like what you were saying there. Like that's born out of that. Till that does not snap fucking neck, you motherfucker. Every once in a while, a frog will bounce through here and talk about fucking a pig and... You know, we have that too sometimes. I I can't stress enough to go down into the show notes because this event is about a a bigger idea. This event is about raising money for cancer research so people don't have to get sick. People like Perry, who has been such a huge supporter of the Epic Film Guys of Restaurant and just great, great people. And to get diagnosed with stage four cancer, legit, like they planned out their live stream for the cure block, like a week before that. And then, and then to get a stage four cancer diagnosis, I know he started chemo and radiation and you know, they've got the GoFundMe. that link is down in the show notes, but uh, you know, that's the kind of reason that we want to do events like this because of bullshit like that enough's enough. And you know, we're going to raise a ton of good money, five thousand dollars for cancer research and we're going to help the cancer research institute fucking smash it and so it never has to come back and nobody ever has to fucking put up with it ever again someday we will have a poster we will have that poster that nick has wanted for months upon months upon months of loy sauce laying in a giant pile of socks but now it'll be even better than it was going to be before because he'll have the beard yeah, if he doesn't have the beard, we're not doing the poster. Yeah, it's even better now to, because he of has it, to so. do the beard. Because if he doesn't do the beard, we're not even doing the poster. I never agreed to this poster idea in the first place. I mean, you don't have to you agree have- to it, <laughs> dude. You literally signed your life away the first time you spoke on this show. That is true. Yeah, that means you're pretty much done the rest that of your is life. True. So. We own all rights to your likeness in perpetuity forever. That's true. I think. I don't think Nick even realizes I've copywritten his shit, his face, and likeness. He don't even fucking know. I own all you. Never mind. I don't want to start like a bidding war. I don't want a lawsuit. A bidding war shit. People want this. Dude, seriously. Come on. For the sauce. For the sauce, I can see a bidding war for the sauce. People want the sauce. That's a new sound. That's going on the fucking soundboard for sure. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my how god. How is it 
How is it seriously? Like we that didn't even have to prompt him anymore, ladies and gentlemen. He's just dropping the fucking gold nuggets left and right. We can't come up with shit, you and I. That's a lot of This cum. motherfucker be literally spitting fire every single week. Every fucking week, man. He's got some dragons of breath. Gerald says he's, he'd bid high for Loy on eBay right fucking now. See? It's why I'm the god. I'm the king. We already yes. know this. It's been established. Would you prefer gold or diamonds on your throne, sir? Mm, both. Yeah, why not both? And Chad Flynn I, just said I, it again. People want the sauce. You know, I was going to say... That's why on the screen, he's, he's like, a <laughs> you know, a half of the screen. Me and Justin are just shoved down here at the bottom, like, out of the way. Like, nobody needs to see us. Itty bitty living space. Yeah, I was going to say how much I miss the theater, Saucy. But then I realized half the time I'm in the theater, I'm sitting next to you. And I have to listen to your crunching of fucking salad. And I was like, you know what? Not being at the theater is kind of okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't know what it's like to be at the theater sitting next to this guy. Because he eats like a fucking salad during every fucking movie. (laughs) Just think about that. Reflect on that for a minute. Many a recording in the past. He hasn't done it lately, but many a recording in the past, he would sit down with tortilla chips or popcorn or something, and then every time he took a bite of it... Lots of times I'd be eating dinner during recording because I would come home from work, and then we would record. Straight up some mukbang shit, ladies and gentlemen. Can't your ass get some Taco Bell on the way home? I know you like that Chick-fil-A bullshit. Plenty of Taco Bell. I don't need... I don't need any more Taco Bell. Are you are you actually like are you getting fast food now that you're 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 no, you know, I'm so quarantined? Happy to have you as my best friend. Nothing really. That's a hmm. lie. I went out to McDonald's once after a doctor's I appointment. F- Did you fucking once. knew it? Did you go once with the whole time? I knew it. Hmm? Hey, Loisos, when you gonna take me over to McDonald's and give me some free double cheese? <laughs> I did run into the hopester there. He was uh, lying face down on the pavement in front of the dumpster. Yeah. I mean, I we, we know for a fact taking a massive shit <laughs> that you have. You, you've taken him to McDonald's before. I witnessed it. And uh, he was very unruly. And uh, I couldn't agitated. get rid of him at that point. He was like following me around like a little puppy dog. Uh, back at the old Ned Divine days. Those days will come back, I'm sure. Maybe in a year or two. Please don't say that. <laughs> Listen, I understand this is not going to happen. It's literally like a month and a couple days away. I sucked a dick da- last night. The Danny Elfman concert in New Jersey has not yet been canceled. And God damn it. I'm not going to I'm not going to accept that I'm not going to get to see him in concert. So please. Somehow I don't see us going to a concert and filling allow up. A- me, allow me to pretend, if you will. Hmm, this is Epic okay. Fame Frog, and I sucked a dick last night. <laughs> and it was probably mine, too, while I was sleeping. Epic Film Frog was a gigantic pervert. Even worse than the lisp, he would do it any day, any time, 
whether you want it or not. Yeah. I'm glad he's off the show. Hello? What a disgusting pervert. Hello? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's there? out there right now um, being offensive to people and uh, getting class action lawsuits. They like to call me the hopster. I mean, probably. It's almost certain. All right. Uh, Gerald, love you too, brother. Thank you for showing out. Uh, Scott LeVar, feel better, man. Feel better. And Corey Baker said, cook white rice, place into bowl, apply loy sauce liberally. That's how everyone eats their their rice. That's how everyone eats their everything, because look at them. Just look at them. Just splash that man juice all over it. Mm-hmm. Again, there's a reason why that's just taken up most of the screen, guys. It's not just because of whatever. It's because just look at them. It's got to take up the whole. It's got to take up the whole screen. It Again, really, really does. Take the sound drop from Death Wish Two when they see Charles Bronson, aka Paul Kersey, walk up to grab his fucking ice cream cone. Look at him! Before they're about to randomly choose him to mug. Hey, what's the problem? What? With the car? What's the problem? Just get out of my fucking face. Who are you? We're stealing the fucking car. What's it to you? It's my car. <laughs> now you're going to die. I want Death Wish 3 to come up with a fucking canon quarantine poll so fucking bad. You know how excited I was to see Murphy's Law pop up on there only to know that it's not going to win? It's not winning. No, because Loisos is making Ninja 3 the domination happen. I totally understand. It will be a great topic of discussion, for <laughs> sure. And as much as I love Murphy's Law, it may not be the best yeah, topic out of all of them. Well, you're going to meet him. He does blow people away in it, just not that many people. So. Hey, buddy, you going to eat that sausage? All right. This is Epic Film Frog here, and I want to tell you, go fuck yourself. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, see, I can just hear in his voice, man. He's wanting to get he's wanting to get some dick in his mouth. He's wanting to get dick up his ass. He's wanting to suck on someone. No one fights like Eston. No one bites like Eston. No one sucks a gigantic dick like Eston. <laughs> I don't think I've ever even heard that before. I don't think I've where, ever played it before. Where is this all coming from? Listen, I just have all sorts of random stuff on the soundboard. I just love to pull it out, man. Oh, stop it. See, I just have all sorts of stuff in here. That wasn't the correct rhyme scheme, Justin, so that's a big D minus on that. Wow. Who gives a fuck? The criticism. <laughs> the criticism is real. <laughs> Now you're going to die. There you go. That's what you fucking get. That's what you fucking get. I don't think I have that one in the normal the normal rotation for whatever reason. Well, I like it, and I'm yo, proud yo, that yo, I yo, said that. It's your boy, Kobe Mac, and this is the Epic Film Guys podcast. That's right. You heard the man. Kobe Mac coming in with a, a sweet review on Extraction. And then I watched it, and I was like, "Dude's legit, right? Pretty good actioner, man." You know, I was I was thinking for the longest time that Chris Hemsworth was going to be basically, even though this didn't go to the theatre, box you. office poison to 
pretty much every movie he's in that's not a Marvel movie. And the action in the movie, you know, generic plot and story aside, was legit amazing. I'm like, I don't give a fuck why he's there. I just want to see him blow dudes away and cut necks and explode people with bazookas and shit. I would watch it, but I've been too busy binging Man Down on Netflix. This is this is something I've seen. I've seen you you commenting this. What is that show? A really absurd British comedy. It did Never like heard of it before. It did like four seasons from like 2013 to 2017. Like four seasons, meaning like it's a British show, so six or seven episodes and a Christmas special every season. Uh, it's yeah, it's just really absurd and stupid, and I love it. I do love my British comedy. Yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend it. There is like uh, some some transphobia in like the first episode. You gotta you gotta, oh. you gotta clear that hurdle because there's a character in it that like he catches the main character's name is Dan. Uh, and he catches him in wearing his mother's underwear because one of the running jokes in the in the first episode is that he doesn't have a pair of pants. Like he only has one pair of pants and he loses them. So then he's wearing sweatpants and then he has to try to get another pair. Anyway, but at one point he's wearing his mother's underwear because literally all of the rest of his pants have been taken away. And like the 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 tailor attacks him because he's one of those transvestites or one of those crossdressers or whatever whatever he says i mean he, the character's not so the meant char- to be sympathetic you're not meant to be like i love this character and agree with him he's meant to be a dumb character but okay so the, so the character is transphobic the show is not transphobic. The, tra- the show is not no the okay ca- the, 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 like and you like i said you're not meant to be like this this shop owner is like a great character i love him okay. you know but it is fucking hilarious <laughs> it is still hilarious, but no, I love it. I think it's I think it's fucking great. I got to I got to I was introduced to it on the worst date of my fucking life ever. Wait, did you go on a date recently? I did on uh, Friday night. What? Okay, so wait a minute. Let's yeah. let's clear the room, motherfucker. So this is what you were because you initially had said to us that you couldn't do anything because you were going to be busy the entire week. And was this the thought that this? date could take the entire weekend or maybe yeah i didn't know what was gonna happen and it was the worst date ever it was it was pretty terrible i'll i'll, I'll regale everyone with the story at some point but i don't feel like talking oh, about it dude blue it's, fucking it's, balls no, it's, it, it's gonna be something that i'll probably save it for uh i'll save it for like okay. high level patrons or something like that because it's it's a pretty uh it's a it's a it's it's it's, it's a, a saga it's a well it's not a saga so much but uh it's a Whatever. I just don't feel like sharing it super publicly. But are, are uh, there are there filthy sex details in there? Are okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to talk about this. Oh on the my main god! Show. I'm excited <laughs> though. What the hell? Yeah. This is the most action we've had on this show in fucking months, and you're not going to give it to me? Come on. <laughs> the most action we've had on the show. No, but uh, you know, just suffice it to say, suffice it to say, you know, you you you've we've all been on that date. We've all been on that date where. You know, you show up like if if it's an online date or whatever, or even if Justin probably not so much because this is before you know after his time he's been with Danielle and married and all this shit for an eternity now. But Loisos can attest to you know meeting someone online and then meeting up with them in person, and it's like, oh, all of your profile pictures on your dating app were from like 2011 or some shit. It's like, well, you don't look anything like this anymore, and then it's just like. I've not had that exact experience, but I can 
I, it happens. It like my profile happen. picture on my dating app was taken like two weeks ago. <laughs> it's it's my Facebook profile picture. It's the same fucking one. So it's very handsome, isn't it? Well, that's a good. Yeah, that's a great picture. Isaac it's Cutie. probably the best picture you've had up in a long, long time. It's because I'm sexy. Hey, speaking yeah. of which, uh, speaking of sexiness, uh, those of you listening over in the over on the dumpster uh, live. Well, not live. It was recorded back in January, but uh, on Wednesday the sixth, on Wednesday the sixth of May, uh, my episode of the Doctors will finally be airing. So you get to see me on the Doctors if you have it on your local CBS affiliate. So Which tune in to the Doctors and watch me on the Doctors. Do we know, Nick, if it will be on YouTube as well, or... I mean, I'm assuming it'll be shared on, like, Facebook and different places like that as well. I don't know. I would imagine so. Sweet. We I mean, need to make the sure videos, we get... like, it usually does. Like, I'm sure Winners is going to start spamming me with it as soon as it goes live. Good. Good. Make West Coast Justin put in some work and send it my way, and we'll make sure to post it to our social media accounts. Yeah, but Chaboy Chaboy is going to be on the on the TV because I lost a lot of weight and I get to tell lots of people about it. And it was not it was nice. It was actually really it was really fun. But it was also like I can't even like it feels like it was like fucking like years ago that I recorded it. But it was only at, like at the end of January. Tony Dobish. Yeah, because you mentioned it. Yeah, you mentioned it. And then like I never heard anything else about it. Yeah, you no, said you were was, going to do it. And then I never heard. Yeah, it was literally know. recorded fucking ages ago so yeah it'll be uh it'll be fun it'll be fun it'll be fun to uh for people to uh to check it out but like i said i'm sure i'm sure most of the segment if not all the segment or whatever will be posted somewhere on because like i said it's it's broadcast tv it's cbs so i'm pretty sure they make that shit available online because he always shares different clips of the show like in the facebook group that they have for the show and everything but uh yeah chaboy chaboy will be on it and uh like I said, I get to tell you all about uh, me losing the weight, me losing the fattiness and stuff. That's great news. So, yeah, tune in. Uh, I don't know what time. I don't know. But then again, it's like a syndicated show. So I think it airs at different times in different markets. I don't know, to be 100% honest. I'm just going to have to wait until I hear somebody post a clip of it online or post the show online and be like, oh, OK, there it is. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I don't watch TV ever. Like, I would have to actually, like, look up the TV schedule for my area and find out when the CBS station around here plays the Doctors. And then hope I get it with my digital antenna. Because I don't have cable. <laughs> so. I, honestly, I don't know anyone that watches regular television anymore. But it's still a thing. I bet Tony do. Dobish does. I don't pretty really, sure he, I don't really know if he does. That motherfucker not. has to in some way. All right. So the caffeine's starting to wear off. Let's talk about this movie, gentlemen. Gladiators. Let's get gladiating. Uh, let's see. Eat some fucking shit, you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. Love it. Can can we just can we just sit here and celebrate in shape and handsome Russell Crowe for a minute because he's no longer in existence? His chest in this movie is insane. 
I love that he's like in good shape, but he's not. They didn't get him like Gerard Butler 300. Or like, ripped. yeah, the guys you see on the Spartacus show on Stars. And there's, a, there's a reason for that as well. We'll get into that. That's one of my favorite things about this movie. And as far as Ridley Scott's passion about the actual era, uh, historians being involved and things being historically accurate to a point, of course. Yeah, this is not in terms of the story. It's not historically accurate, but well, well, obviously loosely, loosely. But again, they did have historians, you know, as uh, not what's the word I'm looking for. They were consulted consultants. Yeah. on, On the movie. But yes. No wrestling stuff this week. Welcome, Patrick Unless you want me to throw in the wrestling thing as part of this. But. And where is the Loy sauce? He's at home washing his socks. <laughs> I mean, if you really feel like throwing some wrestling stuff in there, you can. I don't care. It's up to you. No, I mean, I guess we'll wait till the regular. I mean, it is a pre-roll thing. I'm but, so happy dude. I have you as my best friend. But I've been listening to a podcast, a lot of it, with Bruce Pritchard, and do tons of amazing tidbits to talk about, like, legit. He was the guy that played Brother Love and was, like, a huge booker and creative on, like, the late 80s into the Attitude Era of WWE. So, yeah, lots of lots of cool stuff to talk about. Stuff that you'll remember because no you seem to be a fucking. Like Eston, no one bites like Eston. No one sucks a gigantic dick like Eston. I'm pretty sure I was hammered during that. Now that I listen to it, and I'm still so very proud of that. If I die, Nick, if I die in the next couple of years, will you be sure that that plays at my funeral? Absolutely. Danielle, you're you're literally in your nightgown. Go to bed. <laughs> Everyone's watching. I. Go to bed. Stop it. It's not. There's are people we gonna get, watching. Are we going to get banned from Facebook? I'm about to pull it up right now just to give everyone a view because you came out. So you asked for it. <laughs> Go to bed. I mean, she's lucky. We only keep we keep Loisos blown up on the screen. So that way the audience can get a shot of Loisos. No one's supposed to see that outfit. But me, that's for me, not for them. Seriously. I'm not even kidding. Like, why would she come out here? Why? She needed the charger, Justin. No, she needed attention from somebody else other than me. It's very apparent. I'm out of here. I'm fucking done with this. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I'm going to Ned Devine's kicking the fucking door and being like, open because of me. I need a bottle of scotch or some bullshit. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. This episode is brought to you by the Epic Film Guys patrons, our amazing producers and executive producers who pay us to do the show that we love to do. So a huge, huge shout out to Alan Gallarisi, Brandon Frederick, Caleb Brownlee, Dan Brennick, John DeQuilla, Julio Oliveira, Deborah Kinney, Chip Moore, Chris Maltezos, Rob Trevino, Ken Maney, Brady Cloven, 
Justin Winters, Scott LeVar, the running man, the Flash, Paul Prezula, and Gerald Morris. And a very special thank you to our top-level patrons, our executive producers on the show. Chris Yaney, Robert Moreno, our resident kaiju expert. Bill Sutton and destruction in human form, Jared Taylor. Thank you all so, so much. And we'll see you at the movies.